Live from the heart of Los Angeles, this is the at-home edition of the Life Changes Show. Look at the bright lights. Look at the bright lights. With tonight's guests, producers of transformative plays, Carl Stilitano and Lenise Soren. And tonight's performance guest, Danny Foster. I am Mark Leisure, and now our host, the MC, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. I am so excited about tonight's show. Uh, it's interesting because I have a couple clients that are going through a divorce, and I remember saying to, uh, not to them actually, it might have been actually to Mark or Dorothy, uh, that after I got off of a client session, uh, there was there was a phrase that evidently the wife of one of my clients uh, said to him over and over again. There were a couple phrases. And I wanted to say, I feel like I've heard those phrases before. And I, I was going through the the TV shows in my head. Like, was it Will and Grace? Was it Dynasty? Was it Dallas. I mean, I feel like one of these melodramatic scenes was being played out live with these two people. And and whether or not it really came from there, and I really think it came from there, I really do, but whether or not it did, it feels like that we're watching TV shows over and over again and similar themes play out and people handle them in similar ways. Uh, they get angry, they throw things, they fight, they say these types of things. And that becomes part of our conversation. It becomes part of our zeitgeist. It, it's in there. And, and so uh, when we think we need it, they come out. Because otherwise, like unless, unless there's stuff that's recorded from growing up and we heard our parents say them or other adults or what have you and that's what we think you know relationships are and that's what people say in relationships etc so uh so so these things that play out over and over and over again and i've often wondered what would it be like if there were movies that along with entertaining can share with us ways of handling certain things if there were plays if there were tv shows and so many of us have been working along those lines never have seen anything like the body of work that I have had the pleasure of seeing with our guests today. And so I can't wait to dig into this body of work, which is already plays. I think there's a movie, but there should be many and will be, I'm sure, uh, TV shows and all that based on these themes, books and comic strips. And so that people they can still be entertained. Uh, I've read two of the plays so far that we're going to be talking about tonight. I was entertained. I laughed and I shed a tear and I learned and I grew. And tonight we're going to be doing more of that together with our guests and also with what our musical guest has to share all on the Life Changes at Home Edition right after this. Have you felt inspired to meditate but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety, but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, 
Phi Beads, transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All Phi Beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to The Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome, L.A., on the BBS Radio Network, with your host, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. You can hear tonight's show and all our past shows on our archive page at lifechangesshow.com, which include luminaries such as comedian Michael Collier, actress Gabriella Wright, performing artist James Hood, and author Ken Honda. Email your comments and questions to info at lifechangesnetwork.com, or ask Dorothy at lifechangesshow.com. You can also comment via Twitter at Life Changes Show and Facebook at The Life Changes Show. Talk about life changes. I am Filippo Voltaggio, host online with co-host and producer Mark Lejure. I am so excited for tonight's conversation and for this combination of amazing, amazing people. Um, you know, the, the, the idea of mental health is such a pervasive, pervasive topic these days. And, uh, and it brings up for me that uh, iconic quote, uh, Shakespearean quote, that all the world is a stage. And uh, really, really looking forward to diving in tonight. Oh, gosh, Mark, that was going to be part of the monologue. <laughs> but I just wanted to get right to it. So I'm glad you said it. So tonight we uh, have titled this episode, our episode 678, Transformative Plays, A Unique Way to Mental Health Support. You'll see why in just a minute we're featuring guests, playwright, director and producer of Transformative Plays, Carl Stilitano and creator and owner of Serenity Rocks Malibu and Serenity Rocks Ojai, Lenise Soren. Welcome, Carl and Lenise, to the Life Changes Show. Thank you, Filippo. Am I saying that right? Yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. Hello, Mark. Hello, Dorothy. Uh, it, 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 it's such a pleasure, uh, and, and especially after having experienced uh, two of the plays so far and, and looking forward to more. I know Mark, uh, uh, every time he reads a new one, he's got a new favorite, right? And, and, I, and I think that's a good thing because it's touching something. So let's, let's actually start from there. Um, it's touching a lot of things, but let, let's start with Carl. What was the inspiration for you? Let's see, I think nightclub owner, right? Saying, well, I think I'm yeah, going to have a how I got into that, again, <laughs> that was an anomaly. Even though I had two of them in the hottest club in the Hamptons and in New York City, it was an anomaly. Uh, I was not that person. Uh, yeah, but that's because I was bored in that world. 
that led me to go see somebody and it opened the door to this new world that I found. I, that I never ever had any inclination. All I had was fear in relationship to, you know, entertainment. <laughs> I would never, you would have, you would need an army to drag me up onto a stage. And today a stage is the safest place in the world for me. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it really. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you you know, it's interesting because you don't strike me at all to be the kind of person who would get bored. Were you looking for something more or you knew this this wasn't the way you wanted to live? For me, you know, let's say a couple levels above mediocrity. I don't know. It was easy by the time I got to my 20s because I survived my neighborhood. You know, getting past mediocrity was easy. I just didn't have passion for anything to really test myself. Like I, I didn't, and I didn't even realize it at the time. You know, I just fell into that path of, I guess, least resistance. I stumbled into industrial real estate. And uh, I mean, <laughs> could you picture a guy sitting at a table? I was missing a front tooth and I was trying to get a football stadium built in Long Island. I mean, I was about, I think I was 26 years old. And I'm not saying I conned my way into this situation because I kind of earned it. But if they knew like my level of education, the people at that table, uh, you know, it's, I'm a big dichotomy from life experience to like uh, lack of education. It's pretty ironic that I ended up being a playwright. Well, it's interesting because you needed a life change. You were looking for a life change and uh, is one of the biggest life changes ever. And from that, you are changing a lot of people in, in, in a lot of big, big ways. Uh, Lenise, how, how about you? you? You discovered this work uh, through Carl? Uh, yes, I, I met Carl right before I took one of his self-actualization workshops in New oh. York City. And I was blown away by his care and the ability to heal by having fun and be able to actively create and and be able to have a very enjoyable time by growing and releasing trauma. And um, this work and the work that we saw and then witness evolve over the past 24 plus years was incredible. And to watch the results of people reading the work, improving the work, using the monologues to self heal. And these are people who not necessarily had any inclination to act or be in the arts at all. This, this became a blend of uh, in the workshops. Yes. There were people who wanted to work their craft and, and become a better, more expansive actor. But um, the people who kept coming to have that release and grow as a human being by the safe environment and the context, the actual dialogue and scenes that were so relatable to people. And Carl writes for, as well as I think the intellect is the common man. There's been people who haven't ever even finished a book Mm. who just read Fly Eagles Fly. Um, It's relatable. They're easy to read. And you learn lessons. 
all in a very short amount of time in comparison to um, some other choices and things. And what I loved is the community and the camaraderie and the ability to heal together and have fun. Like what you mentioned, Filippo, is that you laughed and you cried and you grew and you learned. That was one of the best four things we could ask for. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so it's, it's interesting that we, we do, you mentioned laughter in, in the process actually and fun. And so Carl, this, this comes from a place of certainly no fun at all. Uh, so you were experiencing students who were going through uh, certain experiences and you wanted to be able to support them in their journey, right? I just wanted them to, there was all I, all I ever say to people is I don't know if I'm good. I do know I care. I genuinely care. Mm. I bet mm. that's all I could tell you. And, and I follow it up with action. I, I make myself accessible. That's it. I just make myself accessible. I'm, I'm no smarter than anybody. I, I believe in love. I believe in the power of love. I mean, I really do. It's a, I've, I just believe in the power of love in a big, big way. We're so undernourished and we don't even know it. And that's what I didn't know I was. And I, I come from a pretty solid family, but that, that, yeah, yeah. You know, we were just, a lot of us were just trying to survive and mm. We don't, you know, love. Well, what's that? That's um, I'll settle for not being in pain. I'll settle for not having that negative voice in my head. Mm. But man, when you experience love from another person, even just, it's just incredible. Mm. It really is so healing. So accessible. You you make yourself accessible. You both yeah. do uh, through the work that you're doing. We'll talk more about Malibu Gives and all of that. Uh, you you make uh, the. Um, what, the the mental health support accessible. So uh, we're talking about big, big uh, uh, concerns here. Let's let's share uh, just a couple of them, the concerns that you address. Okay, like you know, it's it's you, you don't hear of things like they just not that they just, but there's an eight to ten foot fence on the George Washington Bridge now because people are just, I mean, it, I. Wow. It's incredible to me. I mean, uh, it's just the shame issues that run our life, that run our life, that run our world. We need to, you know, we need to come together as a community. We just need to come together. There's so much suffering. My workshops are about asking for help. It's, and they're for me. I have a hard time doing it. We all have a hard time doing it. That's strength when you think about it. The ability to ask for help, that's strength to me. And, you know, that's, I call that like we're talking about really an acute state here. The, my plays are about before you get into that acute state. When you get into that acute state, you need to reach out. Mm. You really need to reach out fast. Mm. You know, and you get, and you just... Remember this, when you reach out, you're giving someone an opportunity to be loving. You're giving someone an opportunity to change their life. I mean, I really believe that. Uh, Carl, you didn't say it, and, and I'm going to, because I, I, this, this really it needs to hit home in case anybody missed it. The, the, uh, the fence that's being built on the bridge is because people are jumping off it to their deaths. 
That's right. And a lot of those are teens. I feel so responsible for that. And when I say I, uh, middle-aged white men, I don't know, you know, we do, we did have the power. We probably still do. And, you know, and when you're I was using a kid, it, it was you're just using, so, you're excuse using, me? You're using it, Carl. You're using the power that you have to help people. So let's focus on that because this is the, that's the power right here. Got you. You're, well, okay. So, you know, as soon as you started to speak tonight, you were talking about divorce relationships, and I don't know why, it immediately popped into my head another play called uh, Kenny and Diane. Okay. And in the play, it talks about a guy who, and this is kind of my story. So my mom, who loved me without a doubt, but, you know, she's an immigrant woman, and we had a lot of conflict. So my impression of love from a woman was conflict. I thought that was normal. So the first mm. thing I attracted in was that. And now I kept attracting that in until, again, I got this, I got help from somebody. These these are the little antidotes in these mm. plays that are just like, whoa, wait a second. Oh, it's not, it's so, it's right there when you see it, you know, but before mm. you see it, it's like you're blind. I mean, it's incredible. And it, one, this woman explained it to me. And I was like, oh, my, you know, it's like I was that was it. It was like the epiphany of epiphanies. And then mm. she was right. I was always attracted to someone who was a little who was just not eight girls liked me. One didn't. That's the one who was going to get my attention. Oh, wow. Know? Yeah. And I didn't know I was doing that. But yes, that's what the plays address. The plays address. Uh, emotional stability, how not to let yourself go get too high, like rather, rather than be too happy, increase your capacity for joy, meaning increase your capacity to be loving. You know, uh, it, there's a lot of, again, uh, different plays. We talked about this earlier. They're almost like prescriptions. You know, there's some yeah. for eating disorders. There's some for, you know, abandonment issues with dads. Yeah. I'll, I'll group back, Filippo, about your um, when you spoke about accessibility. And I think this incarnation of Carl's wisdom, I'll say, and ability to help teach and help in a very accessible way is these plays are now available 24 7 um, on the website that people can download. And there's one for I believe for everyone, if not all of them in some capacity, this can be a companion of support. A lot of people who are suffering uh, tend to isolate. So their friendships or their relationships with families uh, may be compromised. So this is a source of help that's accessible and low cost and immediate. It also serves as a bridge to families who maybe have a difficult time communicating. Yes. These are icebreakers. These are interactive uh, entertainment that can bring a group together. Um, and they're tools. They're tools for growing, for wellness. Um, and the reread in these plays, something that I've heard several times, rereading the plays. Mm. 
digesting new golden nuggets because let's say reading the donut shop and maybe that person has experienced one, if not two or three of these eating disorders, or it's close to the vest or their sister struggled or still struggling or whatever the case may be. Some of them may be slightly triggering in the beginning. And then the reread, there's another layer of healing and people start to read them out loud. And when what happens in integrating the voice and the body and saying these words, whether it's a monologue or a scene, it's, it's, it's been shown to release trauma and transform, thus transformative place. Uh, you mentioned the donut shop, and that's one of the ones that I had the pleasure of reading. So listen to this, the donut shop, an anorexic, a bulimic, and an overeater get locked in a donut shop with a guy named Mike. It's about eating, not eating, and sex. Uh, need we say more? You know, just the title of Alone in My Head had me, and I'm like, that's the next one I want to read, about mental health, looking for love, and, Alec and Lexa 3.0 in today's new age. I want to mention one more. You mentioned Fly Eagles Fly. Nick, yes. a diehard Eagles fan with anger issues, goes to therapy for the first time with a female therapist, a single mother raising a child with autism. This is hard stuff. I think it's socially relevant stuff. It's now, yeah. it's issues that at one time were whispered and now wow. they're being spoken about. And I think Carl gives fresh, raw opinions that take responsibility and he's talented at showing all the sides of the story. And I think it makes people think and people feel and that combo can hopefully create action to create more purpose, to create more help. Carl, do, do you uh, like you've seen a lot of these issues come through your classes and then you write about them or you just just know that this is in the world and needs to be said and they come to you? How, how do you make so there's a big separation between five of these plays that I use to teach myself how to write and then the second five that I feel like were just like a reward for the I wish it were 10,000 hours, probably 30,000 in my case. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I like this last, I've been wanting to write about racism for about two years. And I just felt like, you know, I'm not a person of color, so I shouldn't do it. I, I know that, I don't know if that sounds cowardly. I don't know what it is, but it's really what I felt. And then all of a sudden, one day I had an experience. I got a flat tire and I oh. received an act of kindness from somebody. Oh. And all of a sudden, it just came out, this play, an act of kindness in the boo. Mm. I had no, I was ready to stop writing, you know, and get the rest of the plays, you know, out into the world. So I'm, I think I'm just, I just try to stay out of my own way. Like, really, I just try to stay and stay humble and grateful more than anything. And um, so... Yeah. The donut shop, a girl walked into my office and said, I didn't eat. I immediately reached into my pocket. It was a student I, to give her $20. 
And she starts crying. I'm like, you need more? I didn't, I didn't need, I didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. This mm. was the mid nineties. I didn't, uh, I didn't understand anorexia or bulimia. I come, you know, I come from an Italian household, you know, with healthy mm-hmm. appetites. I, what really got me was we quick, we quickly put on a production to get, the, there were two of my students, one suffered from bulimia, one suffered from anorexia to get their stories out and to release it as a final healing for them. I could not believe the audience afterwards. The play was just for them. The play was flawed and it was, the the overeater wasn't in it, but the audience would not leave. The next day people would, mothers would call Lanise and say, that was the best conversation I ever had with my daughter in my whole life. I had men walking up to me in the street poking their bellies and I'm what? And I saw the play, I saw the play, poking their bellies. And I'm like, I didn't get it. Wow. But, self, but I got it. And as soon as I got it, and it took me two years to put the overeater in. I just, I, you know, it was, it was like that, that play has taught me how to write. And hopefully that play turns into a, a Netflix series. I mean, yeah. we've done all the work for it. Okay. So, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, Lenise, you uh, you use these plays as well as part of uh, work that you do in workshop form uh, every week, right? So, let's talk about that and and some of the experiences you've had with people in their process. Yes. Uh, Tuesday nights, you know, we were a bit challenged with COVID and whatnot and gathering, but Tuesday nights from 6 to 9 p.m., I teach what we're calling right now is a mental health acting class. Uh, wow. This is a the combination of experiencing Carl's um, way of teaching. Um, in New York, I, I took that format and brought it to kids and taught in Spanish Harlem and saw the incredible um, transformation in doing this work and bringing it to kids. Um, This group, I remember I was the very first white woman they have ever met and the very first time they were in a car. Um, And Mm. I remember Mm. feeling an incredible responsibility of um, being that first white woman in their life and care. And I started teaching them basketball. And then as I was getting uh, uh, more enthralled in um, the style in which acting was taught by Carl through growth and truth, um, I started exploring with the kids and I was blown away. And then it led to a grant and expanding it. And we had a, a nonprofit in New York and these kids were we're coming and be able to experience this art and and cut to many, many years later. And every week now um, at our nonprofit called Malibu Gives, um, we work with the plays. We work them in monologue form and do a, a variety of personal growth exercises and techniques um, to stay very active and and give people a safe place to give and receive and grow. And um Everyone's individual journey, if someone wants to work on something specific or is an artist, great. And otherwise, we're using that time in how they want to grow as an individual. And the plays are a, a column of support. It's astonishing when they come in, they pick a play that they're drawn to. And people who 
are not readers. In 20 minutes, I looked over this girl's shoulder who I know has trouble reading and completing. And she was on page 34 of a, a wow. kindness in the boo in 20 minutes. And then I looked at her and I said, look at that. And she owned it. She was like, <gasps> and I gave her some, some extra owning of power of reading. Um, it, you know, this is not a, to say it's, it's reading is, um, I think is limited. It's a, the interactive experience. Um, and that's what we're trying to, I think, get across in a time frame that people are reading less. We're asking them to read, but we're asking them to have an experience and take a moment to try something new that could serve to be very useful for themselves, their families and their communities. Mm. We're coming into a break, but I, I just have to read a couple of these testimonials. If I had read The Donut Shop when I was young, I, it would have been a godsend. I struggled with bulimia in high school, et cetera, et cetera. This play is a lifesaver for so many who struggle with suicidal thoughts, bipolar disorder, and simply feeling alone. And that's for alone in my head. And then, uh, uh, well, there, there are many. So transformativeplays.org is where you'll find the plays and so much more. Uh, the plays are only $9.97. Now, we're going to talk about that because they're actually, uh, well, as if that's, they're not only giving it away, it's costing them to do this. And I think it's amazing what they're doing. We're going to talk about that when we come back. But go to transformativeplays.org. You'll see all the plays we've talked about so far and more. And we'll be back with both of our guests, Carl and Lenise. And uh, a little later on, we're going to have our Ask Dorothy segment. And then with our uh, performance guest who we're going to play his song, you're going to learn about what that's about uh, when we come back. And that's Danny Foster, all on the Life Changes show at Home Edition right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. You are listening to the Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome LA, with your host, Filippo Voltaggio. You can visit us online at lifechangesshow.com, via Twitter Life Changes Show and Facebook at the Life Changes Show. 
about life changes. We've titled this show Transformative Plays, a unique way to mental health support. Why? Because our guests, uh, one of them is a playwright, a director and producer of Transformative Plays, Carl Stilitano. And our other guest is creator and owner of Serenity Rocks Malibu, Serenity Rocks Ojai, uh, Lenise Soren. And uh, I am riveted. Uh, Thank you so much for writing the plays. Let me just say that first. I don't even know what to say. I I was telling Lenise, you know, during the break, not to buddy, but I'm like, you got my respect. I, 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 like I told you before, I know nothing about anything when I show up and just listening to the commercial there about you, it's just, it's, you know, you're right. You know, we are, we're interconnected in a, you know, in a certain way like that. Um, I, I'm just grateful. I want to say this because this is something I put out into the universe to all let's call them my students. Uh, So this one phrase, I strive for ease and flow with the understanding that forward movement requires hard work, discipline, and above all, humility. But I strive for ease and flow. Like I'm big into words and now it's striving. Just to to think of I'm striving. That's That's a good word. It's a safe word. It allows you to, you know, be still for a while and and look in front of you. But striving is my new word for the week. So just to put that out there. Carl's word of the week. Nice. Nice. So I I mentioned how uh, the plays are $9.97 and you're literally giving them away. And actually, you have a program where you're giving them away and allowing for people to to introduce them to different groups and make money doing it to support not just to make money but to support their own growth and initiatives right yes i um this is uh this is (laughs) the dream (laughs) the dream you know carl and i wanted to create a movement to support mental health and fund at the same time. So that's what we did. So each of the plays is 997 and whichever affiliate code that you choose at checkout, 50% of your purchase goes to them. So on the 10th of every month, we write a check and we add up, let's say, let's say life changes wants to have a code. So every single time that we see life changes, Enter to check out life changes, life changes, life changes, life changes. On the 10th of every month, we add all that up. We divide by two and we write life changes a check. So this is the way we can support good people doing good things. Mm -hmm. And you can apply to support a nonprofit, an artist, or an entrepreneur. So there's an easy form to fill out and then with your, they're vetted and approved, and we want to know how you would spend your money. Instead of coming out of college with a student loan, this really gives you the ability to pay for your tuition, and at the same time, you're putting something out into the universe. Mm. I call it brownie points. You could use them all. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, and it's it's just a revolving door of 
I'm big into self-empowerment. You know, it's a, the, the opportunity to be self-empowered, you know, and this, you know, this new world of technology, these kids, I mean, we'll see, but that's my, you know, that's our dream. So young people are already attracted to this work, right? Yes, that's, they are. And we, we see that as a great sign. Um, there's many kids, we're here in Malibu and many kids from Pepperdine University coming to my class and uh, myself and one of our other team members just did a wellness workshop for two hours this past Wednesday. Um, and a recent um, roommate of an artist of who we support overdosed. Oh. And this is happening all over. She died. And mm. how do you grieve um, now in this day and age? And to be able to uh, have at least 20 kids um, communicating, being honest, and being able to give them tools when they walked out the door to help them. Tools they're not learning other places. Just be able to take a deep breath in and yell out and getting these kids out of their heads. The, a couple weeks ago, we were doing an exercise with the monologue book. So the, the 12th book is a mental health monologues. That's what it's called, mental health monologues. And these are monologues from all of the plays that we comprised in one book. And to experience these kids reading and then afterwards, this bliss, I said, what is this bliss that I'm feeling off of you? And they literally, one of them was, I, I, I'm not in my head. I'm not in my head. Like literally experiencing for maybe one of the first times. Um, so these are tools, you know, what we offer in our, you know, weekly classes. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get that stream pretty soon. But these books have a lot of wisdom and availability you know what just came to mind and i'm i actually am holding uh, the donut shop and this will be a great example uh, th this just came to mind i work with a client who works with children with uh, with different issues and i'm definitely going to be talking to her about this great uh, so, so uh, uh, but, but this is what came to mind we were talking about something a tool that she uses so she told me how she uh, on her phone, she has a picture of the different uh, of, of children with different faces. I think they mm -hmm. were cartoons. And this one's sad. This one's happy. This one's depressed or what have you. And then she'll ask the children, point to the one that you're feeling because it helps them express themselves, uh, especially the littler ones that they could say, I feel like that or I look like that, whatever it is that comes to mind. And as I'm holding this book, ironically, I'm on page 42, if that means anything, uh, I mean, of the play. And I thought, what if somebody could say, I feel like Jen right now? Yes, yes. I feel like Kate. I feel like Michael. Right. You got a lot of Michaels in the world. <laughs> got a lot of all of them. I yeah, mean, look, I got a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> The, the monologue book. I, I want to speak about that for a second because we created that for people that it's intimidating. You don't, you know, you, I don't want to read. It's the monologue book. You know, you could read one of the monologues in 40 seconds. You know, you could go to your choice of monologues, whether it's, you know, there's a 64, you know, different monologues, different titles. 
and go to the one of your choosing and, you know, you can literally spend a minute as opposed to. So we created this monologue book as a segue for people who are, you know, don't read or is a skepticism. This is a lot easier, you know, and the monologue book represents all the plays and you, you will on this, once you get it, you can see easily how, you know, each, each monologue is directly subtitled under the play that it's in. And so it, it's interconnected, but the monologue book is, I, I it's the first prescription for people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a variety. You can also get a feeling of each play by the five or so monologues that we chose to incorporate. And, um, <laughs> what is it? What were those, those highlight books called? Um, Oh, like Cliff Notes? Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, super Cliff Notes. But, you know, in all, too, uh, we were speaking, speaking earlier about the power of completion mm. and how um, completing even little things that people are suffering with trauma or mental health issues of depression, anxiety, just making their bed, drinking a glass of water, brushing their teeth doing things that they can complete as simple as it may seem, it builds confidence and builds um, throughout the day, greater things to achieve. So Mm. if after one page you complete a monologue and then soon after, Oh my goodness, I just finished the whole book. Oh, okay. I could read one of these plays and the monologue book is pretty much the same as all, all the one act plays about the same page count. Uh, Remember uh, earlier, Carl, when I said I feel like Michael, you said there are a lot of Michaels in the world. Uh, I hope there are a lot of Alicia's in the world and that we will meet more of them. I hope you met her. I really do. I, I know she exists. And I, like I did. Her. And it's unfortunate, believe it or not, she the, the place where she worked, where I blow my gym, she, it closed down overnight before I even had a chance. No. I wanted to with the play and I'll, no. I'll track her down. We, soon. we just got her number and, oh, we do. Oh, great. and she ended up being someone in my life who helped out a lot for years and Carl hadn't met her. So it was a really beautiful. Oh, wow. So she, she's a powerful. Wow. So powerful. we're talking about Alicia, who's in an act of kindness in the boo and that's B U as in Malibu. Uh, so, <laughs> You know, I, I knew this would happen. I knew we would just be getting started and, and we would have to stop. I we and but there's no stopping. Like I'm so glad we got this conversation started. As as I was saying to you, uh Lenise and Carl, that Mark uh, has been a big fan and and of like every single like Malibu gives and Serenity Rocks Malibu. And I, I remember uh, we went to the store and it happened to be closed that day or that hour or something. It looked amazing. I can't wait to see it. Can you just tell us real quickly what's in that beautiful place? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I appreciate it. Because um, most people haven't seen anything like that. <laughs> uh, well, Serenity Rocks Malibu and now most recently Serenity Rocks Ojai is um, our crystal interactive galleries. So an expertise in wellness um, that I have is working with crystals and I'm an expert of creating more efficiency in health and balance with life-size crystals. So some people who are fortunate enough to be able to have them in their home, wonderful, but we create spaces in our stores um, 
to be have everyone be able to experience mm. uh, large crystals where they can lay in, on, and around life-size crystals and feel that force of energy and learn about the Earth's minerals. Mm. These minerals are the same minerals that are in our food and in vitamins if you take them and our Earth. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I teach in that capacity. Um, I develop different forms of wellness entertainment, all supporting mind, body, and soul. So we have two places in Malibu, one in Cross Creek with Whole Foods and Tesla in the newest parking lot. And uh, Mark and I have been spinning up some future ideas for um, creating some conscious entertainment in the amphitheater there. Mm -hmm. And then the corner of Pacific Coast Highway and Heathercliff in Point Doom, we have a little tiny store with a big outdoor area where we have different artists that we support and affiliates of transformative plays can come and share their message, their merchandising, their art, um, build their campaign for transformative plays. We have meetings on how they can spread their word and the plays and their purpose. Um, and then Malibu Gives is our nonprofit. It's a 501c3 that I founded and chaired in 2017. And our mission statement is to support the expansion and development of art, wellness, and community in Malibu and beyond. So Malibu Gives is a um, a large space that we host different types of wellness workshops and classes. And um, the plan is to continue fundraising and to be able to host not only our Transformative Plays affiliates, but other groups that need a safe place to share their message of what they are trying to do mm. and help fundraise. A lot of people have a strong purpose, but having a safe place and curating uh, some kind of program is a difficult part. So we curate whether it's an interactive mental health uh, workshop with the plays combined with immersive sound bath meditations and other things we offer in wellness to provide a place where a group can come and we split the door as far as the ticket is concerned, wow. Malibu gives and that cause. And then my crystal company gives 25% of the crystal sales to that evening and fundraising of choice. So wow. um, we want to take people up on what we're giving. And, um, and now with the Ojai location that just recently opened, we're building Ojai Gives. Uh, the concept of Malibu Gives is a global one with the same mission statement. So Ojai Gives is the same thing, expanding art, wellness, and community in Ojai and beyond. Um, we've just given out our first recipient code called Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-Y, all caps. And she has been our intern and a really talented young individual to help support her music and art and healing path. She plays eight instruments and goes to Nordoff there in Ojai. And um, it's a beautiful community and building, um, building what we have to offer. Wow. Well, thank you for all of that. And I know all of that supports transform transformative plays, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And our next incarnation is um, to, we're in the printing process. So we have hard copies available of all the plays. So there's downloadable versions, now hard copy versions. Nice. And um, diving into next is our audible versions. 
Oh, you know, interesting. When Mark first told us about the plays, Dorothy and I, uh, I've acted before. I don't consider myself an actor. I like it, and I haven't thought about acting in a long time. But uh, he was starting to talk about these plays, and the first thing out of my mouth is, I want to play a character. As soon as he said transformative plays, something felt like, I want to be part of that transformation. And then, and I hadn't even read a page yet. And then as soon as I did, I'm like, wow. So uh, transformativeplays.org, just like it sounds, transformativeplays.org, where you could get the plays, learn more about the plays, learn, click on uh, the uh, affiliation or affiliate program and learn about that and you can apply to that there you can donate there the store information there there's all kinds of stuff acting classes etc uh we will uh we're going to have our ask dorothy segment now but thankfully our guests carl and lenise will stay with us because we're going to talk about yet another program that they have that's attached to music and we're going to play a piece by our uh, by by Carl and by our musical guest um, uh, in, in, after that, and that's going to be Danny Foster. As, but now, if we'll just take a, a moment, uh, Carl and Lenise, we're going to have our Ask Dorothy segment. Dear Dorothy, this is Janice from San Diego. I miss you and your incredible workshops. You so clearly explain so much about human behavior, and I trust you will let me know when you are doing another one so I can attend. In the meantime, please help me assist my friend who has gotten so focused on what's wrong in this world that I don't even want to open her emails. Day after day, she sends articles that are so negative that I have become tempted to just hit delete when they arrive in my email box. When I speak with her, all she wants to talk about is the negative articles she just shared. I love her and want to support her in seeing the good in the world. How do I do that? Dear Janice, it is good to reconnect with you. I thank you for this important question, as it is one that will come up for most of us at some point or another because more is being revealed and there's so much more to process in such a short time. I have written about this in the past, as this is something that keeps coming up, not only because there's so much negative in the world at this moment, but because we are getting more and more information about it and details about it and are bombarded from every news source, social media, etc. As to how you can assist your friend, I trust that you have had a good conversation with her about changing her focus to include the good things happening in our world. And if you have not, then please find time to do so. You can also choose to send her happy emails in response to her negative ones. If you've tried to talk to her and she simply cannot hear you, then you might wish to write a letter to her higher self from your higher self. To do this, you must consciously connect with your higher self and ask the universe to connect you with her higher self. It is important to tell her how much you love her and respect her and how grateful you are for your relationship. You can then suggest in the letter that she might wish to choose an hour per day to focus on good and happy things. I've used this method to get through to people who can't hear me, and for the most part, have had great success. 
After I write my letter, I do a little ceremony where I light a candle and center myself, knowing that our higher selves are connected. And then I read the letter out loud. Once I have read the letter, I then burn it and release it to the universe. I trust that this method will work for you as well as it has for me and look forward to us getting together again soon. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. And we'll be right back with more of Carl Stilitano and Lenise Soren and the music of Danny Foster, all on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition, right after this. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. Life Changes Show is a premier radio show presented by the Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and even celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, corporate giants, and children, we are here to help and to serve with heart, integrity, and experience We bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show, lifechangesnetwork.com, and through guest appearances on other inspiring shows and events. If you wish to learn more about Life Changes Life Coaching, a private consultation with one of us, corporate or live event appearances, or if you would like us to appear on your radio or TV shows, please email us at info at lifechangesnetwork.com. We are back. Feel transformed yet? (laughs) I do. (laughs) I do. I do. I do. Transformative plays. Playwright, director, and producer Carl Stilitano and creator, owner of Serenity Rocks Malibu and Serenity Rocks Ojai, Lanise Soren. We're adding to this segment the music of Carl and also Danny Foster, who is a vocalist and a music producer. Uh, Before we get into that, uh, share why we have this particular musical segment. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So one of Carl's plays is called By Way of Love. And By Way of Love has 15 songs throughout the play. So... In this new world, and again, we're, we're creating uh, or we hope to be creating many different avenues for this movement. And we thought, 
What a great opportunity. Again, artists supporting artists. If we could have a contest for these songs to highlight different artists and um, Carl always is a theme empowering artists to make it their own. So um, a friend of ours, uh, Daniel, came in from Nashville a year ago and spent some time about a week in Malibu Gives and creating music and uh, learning about transformative plays, reading transformative plays. And he came on board as our first person to take the challenge of our rap contest. So within By Way of Love, and this is um, Venus, the goddess of love, asks Zeus, her father, um, to go down on a mission to Earth to help Earthlings rediscover the power of love. Mm-hmm. All right. Amen. Well. A woman. <laughs> and so what created and, and Carl wrote and, and myself and a team of lyrics and yep. but not per se the book. So um, Daniel was atta- attracted as he's a rapper and a music producer um, to the rap of Aeneas and that's Venus's son. So Cupid's brother. And so he uh we spoke and he was impassioned by the idea and carl said make it your own Mm. and he produced um and wrapped this rap that you'll be hearing and so this is launched in april we're launching our rap contest and that's just the first song and then we're going to go probably next to the country song but in the rap contest you can do a verse challenge and um, sing one of the verses on Daniel's already produced song, or you can submit your own verse about love or mental health and implement it, and Danny will mix it into the song. Or you can take Aeneas's rap and make your own complete spin on it and submit it. Um, so that's something exciting. And again, these are going to be available on transformativeplays.org and being able to help artists develop, self-express and create funding. Wow. Well, let, let's get right into it, actually. Let's hear this uh, rap. What's it called again? This is called um, right now Aeneas it's called Aeneas's Rap. Yeah, I didn't want um, to mispronounce the name of the goddess. Aeneas, <laughs> actually, Aeneas. Uh, so, okay, th- there it is, and performed by Danny Foster. Boy, my mother Venus, she the goddess of love And my name is Aeneas, yeah, I come from above I've been looking, I've been looking, but it is what it was I'm a man on a mission, and the mission is love But you probably should surrender, only try as you might Cause Aeneas love is something that ain't willing to fight You've been kicking, you've been screaming, you can punch if you like But yeah, you only hurting, you and Aeneas taking a hike You heard correct, I was sent from above with a mission Drop your convention and fly with conviction Impossible, yes, how it seems when you listen Remember, everything we touch came from a vision My mom's got a saying, it's a Thing about the truth Say a sign that you lose When you early in your youth Now the circumstance is perfect How I'm sitting with you It don't seem like a crime All the things that you do Call me vicious, vicious Or malicious, licious But uncovering the truth Tastes delicious, licious Said my name is Aeneas On a mission, mission I was looking for the love And now I'm spitting, spitting I'ma do what I do I get rowdy in a section Never doing something senseless I ain't wiggling no lesson But my quest is to bring out The best in yourself I'ma show you how to live No more stressing yourself Cause, cause, cause. 
Cause you've been living in fear When you trying to open up, you know your heart gotta hear It's a art, not a science that you learn over years But yeah, you all come from here, I've been making it clear Yeah, my mother really Venus, she the goddess of love And my name is Aeneas, yeah, I come from above I've been looking, I've been looking, but it is what it was I'm a man on a mission, and a mission is love Come on Word to your mother Cause love ain't supreme Go ahead and pinch yourself, baby Cause this ain't no dream, no dream like Well, there yes. it is. Well, that's Danny Foster who took the challenge and created the Aeneas rap. So good on him. And, uh, and he called his version No Dream. And so each artist can uh, title their own rap. Uh, very cool. Well, I went to transformativeplays.org. I clicked on uh, rap contest. And I am learning that the winner will receive a studio session in Malibu with Danny. And along with that, their own sanctuary session video, a photo shoot with the life-size crystals donated by sponsor Serenity Rocks Malibu, artist development. Oh, I mean, it just goes on. (laughs) Okay. These are the, you know, when uh, when we have our group of winners, look, I just for participating and someone would choose to spend their time and their talent in creating something that supports the plays and mental health. You know, that's that's incredible yeah. for them to even care and pass the yeah. word on. You, you, you know what else is incredible? The two of yous. And and can we say this? Aren't, aren't the two of yous like partners? Partners in goodness. <laughs> nice. Yes, I know we uh, we we uh, we really appreciate the opportunity to help you know spread the word, and um, I want to know who you feel would um, need support and want to get involved and in have an affiliate code to help support what they're what they're doing. Um, really appreciate the opportunity, and I feel like this is just just the beginning. It feels that way, too. Uh, more power to both of you. And uh, again, everyone, transformativeplays.org. And you've been listening to this uh, transformative episode with Carl Stilitano and Lenise <laughs> Soren. And gosh, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel... I said it earlier, transformed. I feel empowered. Let's do more. <laughs> Great. Well, Tuesday night, I'd love to tomorrow night, you and Mark, let's get you into class and uh, work on your audible. I like it. I like it. Okay. I'm currently out of town, but we'll we'll make a plan. In the That's meantime, uh, what a pleasure to have both of you. And thank you for bringing the, uh, the music of Danny Foster on the show. That is our show. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, our producer and co-host, Mark Lejeur, I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you, as your life changes, 
as ours surely did tonight. We're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.